same might hurt you And you know that it means so much And you don't even feel a thing I am falling I am fading I have lost it all And you don't seem the lying kind A shame that I can read your mind I
Hello and welcome to Ghost Divers. This is an anime podcast on the X4 Audio Network. I am your co-host Neve, and I'm joined as always by your other co-host Connor. Hey. And also our special guest star, Autumn. I panicked for a moment because I I thought I was on stairwells and I was like, oh, I have to finish chewing before Nia says my name, but thank God I'm guesting. And so I had a little more time to finish my pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I don't um, host. I don't host stairwells. I know. I do. I do sometimes start doing as if I'm starting ghost divers when I just say ornate stairwells uh, as a bit if we're going too long before we actually you actually launch into it. But anyway, we haven't uh, done no, that in this a while. Is th- yeah, um, this is ghost divers. Uh, we watched through all of Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, we, we called it mid mostly jokingly, but also we did have criticisms in the the second episode. Uh, people seemed kind of annoyed. I had people like message me, uh, but then nobody said any, nobody said any, uh, I had like one response on Twitter. Um, Mm. it was just like, how could you call it mid? And I was like, listen to the podcast. Anyway. I don't even know if they did. Uh, yeah, I I said people could write in if they they want to like do other stuff. Nobody did. We got two emails and they're all just questions, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds like everyone was just a bunch of posers. Yeah, you can't really, also <laughs> you don't even really care that much. Serial Experiments Lane is one of my favorite anime, but also it's no like Utena. You know, (laughs) like there's, there's just like a, a difference for me there. Um, and I think some of it is that lane is just so much vibes to me. And it's also vibes that I get elsewhere in my life as someone who just watches a lot of Japanese cinema. Um, my, not um, to say that I don't get Utena vibes when I watch Teriyama Shuji films, because, um, Ikuni just watched those movies and said, get me as many of those people as you can. My, uh, I have grown fonder of Lane with a little bit of distance. Um, mm-hmm. But when you said it's no Utena, I was like, damn. I just remembered Utena. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Utena. That's, that's really it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I I will say, I don't... I don't remember calling it mid. I might have just... I might have just, like, joined in. I think I called on, it mid. Yeah. yeah. I, I never really felt like it was mid. I just didn't know. I didn't know how I felt about it at first. Um, and I think I appreciate it. Um, uh, by the second episode, I, I really appreciated a lot of what was going on. And it was very interesting to me. Um, but it never really like moved me um, substantially in one way or another. And... That's just kind of where I am with it. Even now, um, mm-hmm. I, I like to, I think about it from time to time. Um, and there were parts of it that really intrigued me, but none of it has really stuck with me in the way that, um, like, for instance, Utena um, or Ava um, or Ray Earth or some of the other stuff that we've done um, has stuck with me. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I am with it. Um I would de- I would recommend it, and I think it's. Um, I can see why people 
why the acclaim is there and why people are so fond of it. Um, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, it's not that I disagree. I just like, it didn't hit me that strongly. Yeah. Um, do we want to get to questions? Let's. Um, this first one comes in from Joao. Uh, he says, hi, Connor, Autumn, and Connor's other host. First question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, is the net either in Ghost in the Shell or Lane Kingdom Hearts? Okay, before we answer this question, was it Joao who said that you were the protagonist of Ghost Divers? Me? Yeah, no, I think you, you, I declared yeah. that I'm the protagonist of Ghost Divers. I think that, that was a declaration. Like you think? Yeah, I think I that was something I declared. It. I just thought it was like a question we got, and then you just seized on it as your opportunity to Mm-mm. to um, take take that status. But no, maybe I not. think I think we we assigned we kind of like came to a mutual agreement about which of us was um, oh it was mutual agreement now okay what was well which of us was hikaru umi and fu i'm obviously hikaru which then makes me the protagonist of ghost divers Mm, i think that's how we got to that okay yeah no i think i think you're right um all right okay we don't have to relitigate this Um, yeah i was just gonna i was gonna defend you by calling out shuo's rank hypocrisy but I guess there is no hypocrisy. Um, you really just are. You are my other host. Yeah. Um, so is the net either in Ghost in the Shell or Lane Kingdom Hearts? Uh, Autumn, I think we're going to need your help here. Um, yeah. I think I, so... I think I have more cultural osmosis about what Kingdom Hearts is than Connor. But there's a pretty, I don't think uh, there's a pretty straightforward answer if you want it. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is light. See, I thought Kingdom Hearts had something to do with darkness. Ah, that's what they tell you. But the thing about it is that Kingdom Hearts, actually, it's light. You never believe it, but that's where they get you. But is, um, is is darkness part of it? Not really. There's no... Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> There's uh, no darkness. The end- <laughs> I was thinking that there was darkness. <laughs> so um, at the end that's of That's what the- I had heard. <laughs> at the end of the first game, um, answer... Uh, answer and sim seeker of darkness um who's not actually ansem he's the heartless of um uh xehanort possessing a younger ansem's body maybe is how that works anyway regardless ansem seeker of darkness is um he's trying to get kingdom hearts because he's like ah kingdom hearts is darkness and i will unleash darkness upon the world and then sora says kingdom hearts is light and um wouldn't you know it sora's right interesting and then ansem is defeated Mm. so while you were talking yeah (laughs) i want to try and get uh a ricola and I accidentally bumped a button on my keyboard, no! which was the space button. <laughs> so we need to do another time not his class. No fucking way. <laughs> this is a this is a disaster. <laughs> now Connor has to do it at some point. We're 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 a mess. No, because if, if I do it, I won't. I won't. I'm just to delete the whole fucking recording. <laughs> I'm not like savvy enough to just like pause and unpause. If I do it, we're we're fucked. 
37. 37. 37. In okay. a row? In a row? <laughs> um, yeah, that was... You know, I thought, so yesterday, if we had recorded, it's good that we didn't record yesterday because I would have been like half dead. Um, And then, so, you know, we're recording this super late. We pushed it several days um, because we've all just been Run in racket. various states of, yeah, yeah, various states of illness and uh, whatever. Um, I really thought that tonight was going to be a good night, but... <laughs> It's just, you know. I mean, I'm on a blast. If it wasn't 1030, I could just do this for hours, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could Um, just fucking spitball. Yeah, like, I didn't think we were going to be like, oh, the recoil is on the M key of my keyboard. (laughs) And I reached for it, and I somehow hit my space bar trying to get cough drops. Um, Yeah. Uh. I just I have, think you, do you put your cough drops like, like it's really cool. So it's on like R I C O L A. No, like you just have them set on your keyboard in the little like letters. No, Autumn, I think that you answered the question right. I was too busy being like, I can't believe I hit the space button, but I feel like you answered uh, this. Kingdom I answered Hearts question. what Kingdom Hearts is. Um, I would okay. say that Lane is not Kingdom. The net from Lane is not Kingdom Hearts. The um, net from, or the wired, I guess I should have said. The net from Ghost in the Shell, I would say, bears more aesthetic similarities to certain parts of Kingdom Hearts, but uh, the net from Ghost in the Shell uh, does sort of exist in a, like, material world of, like, economic forces in a way that, like, the magical Disney game has uh, Kingdom Hearts is light. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still so, think I still think it's I still think it's darkness. I, I've got really bad news for you. If you ever try to get an answer to that question, uh, you don't want to know what has happened to the last guy who thought Kingdom Hearts was darkness. Um, I think you just told me. I think he. I yeah. think he ended up. He, he lost some sort of game of trivia. um still someday connor and i will figure out how to play kingdom hearts as a season of this podcast yeah i'm just so i pulled up the the wiki i just typed in on google what is kingdom hearts um yeah i I didn't Uh, think it's a video game franchise i well okay well let's (laughs) wait until you hear what google says um so i it took me to the um the disney wiki um, okay, and there's I'm a following you there. Yep. So there's I a, mine. It said the first thing that comes up right here says that Kingdom Hearts is a series of action role playing games developed and published by Square Enix, originally Square, which does not sound like the net to me. Yeah. But continue. <laughs> well, I searched on Google. I don't know where you searched it. Also Google. <laughs> Google or Google. Google. Anyway, Google. on the Disney wiki. <laughs> Google.com. Kingdom Hearts-u. Kingdom Hearts-u. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, okay, I got it. I got this. So, the first, ignore the first couple of paragraphs, because it's not funny. Yeah. Um, so, 
under this section of the background section, I'm going to read it. And then I think each sentence, I'm just going to say if it's Ghost in the Shell or or Lane or not. Um, Okay. Okay. So in the beginning, the world began in darkness. Um, Okay. We're, we're kind of close to, that's not ghost in the shell, but that's, we're, we're close to lane. Um, Yeah. eventually though, out of that darkness came the first light in the form of kingdom hearts, which became the one source of all true light in the world. Um, still definitely not ghost in the shell. Um, some people in lane think this from kingdom hearts came the people and the people had hearts. Um, this is kind of ghost in the shell. Um, Kingdom Hearts itself was protected by its counterpart, the X-Blade, which is the only key capable of sorry, unlocking. Sorry, sorry, Some say sorry. Kai, but the meaning is the same. <laughs> yes. The, uh, the, is it, it's the Kai blade, X-Blade? No, yeah. no, it's, okay. Oh, Keyblade, so, the Keyblade. The Keyblade. And I know, in- I know. In Birth by Sleep, uh, Xehanort says, some say Kai, but the meaning is the same, and it's the funniest shit in the universe. <laughs> Got it. Um, Kingdom Hearts itself was protected by its counterpart, the X-Blade, which is the only key <laughs> capable of unlocking and accessing Kingdom Hearts, so that no one could ever lay hands on its mysteries. Um, let me just say, uh, like, this just makes so much sense, you know? Um you want something to never be accessed. So you obviously create a key to access it so that no one could ever lay hands on its mysteries. Yeah. Um, uh, whoever, whoever made this keyblade, they needed to read some Taoism where they would say the best way to, to hide something away forever is to not put it behind a key. Cause then like by putting it behind lock and key, you now have a thing that can be opened. Hmm. Yeah, no, they definitely didn't read that. Um, yeah. Maybe they just need to like change the oil every now and then. Um, but so yeah, X Blade. Um, the X Blade is like totally. I just don't think that's Ghost in the Shell or Lane either. Um, accordingly, if one would manage to open Kingdom Hearts, this person would bring about the creation of the next world and supposedly be reborn as something far greater than human. Now that's Lane. Um, this is Lane and Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Um, to like to an extent, I'm I'm being generous to less um, less Ghost in the Shell, but this is like a consideration in Ghost in the Shell. Yes, um, but the creation of the next world is far more tenuous in Ghost in the Shell, for sure. Than but in the Lane idea of where, like where transcending it's more literalized. Yeah, but the idea of like transcending humanity or whatever. Yeah, um, in truth, this would bring about a purge that would return the world to whence it started, destroying the existing world in the process. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think this is this is kind of lame, except it's not about like coming back to a beginning or um, seems more like about um, creating a new like you know an entirely new thing. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. That was a pretty good reading. A lot of the sentences there had had bearing on. Uh, Lane and or Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Um, um, so I would say mixed. Yeah. Next question. I think we did. We gave that one a far fairer shake than I thought we were going to. 
We only have two. Um, pla- I, well, two two submissions. Yeah, uh, seven questions. So, um, we got to we got to give them a, a good shake. Um. So the second one from Joao is which infinite or really long show you wish you would be able to cover on Divey but can't. Dragon um, Ball Z. <laughs> The the big one that we've actually talked about, you and me, Autumn, is yes, yes, we uh, have actually Sailor Moon. You and I have have spent a not insignificant amount of time trying to figure out how to do Sailor Moon for this podcast. Yeah, to the point where I'm like, you know, in the fullness of time, if we do this podcast until we die, maybe one of these days we'll figure it out. You know? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, we've talked we've talked to the extent of like. Doing a separate podcast where we watch through it in an episode or two a week or like how to break it up by seasons and doing the seasons on ghost divers gradually or something. Um, what was my proposal when we were talking off pod? I, li- I liked my proposal. I don't remember what it was. I, I, think I also it was like, like to do Ranma one half, but that's also infinitely long. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering right, I think my proposal was that. What we do is, oh, your proposal for for Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember is, if it entailed if it was Puton or mm. if it was Ghost Divers that was going to be the platform. But we were, I think it was Ghost Divers, and what we yeah. would do is we would just like set a, a private schedule for ourselves and be like, okay. You and I are agreeing to watch like the first season of Sailor Moon by this date. So that, but we're not like intending or uh, we're not structuring the pot, the podcast. Mm. So we're talking about it. We're just like doing normal ghost divers with some other anime, but we have privately agreed to watch Sailor Moon uh, on like more or less the same time frame, And we can't talk about it anywhere else except on ghost divers. So then I, I understand the, the appeal of, of that. Yeah. yeah. So like, we're just like watching Sailor Moon, but we're all just still doing ghost divers normally. And then that's like in the like flow of doing ghost divers, we would just at some, like hopefully organically Sailor Moon would just like emerge um, in like the background as like a, a another layer um, of like the discussion, yeah. Or we could just do a season of Ghost Divers on Sailor Moon and like yeah. space it out. I think I think my proposal, um, was do season one of Sailor Moon, which is about fifty episodes. You go do a season of something else. Then you come back, you do 50 more episodes of Sailor Moon. You go do a season of something else, come back. Yeah. Um, And so it's not just like Sailor Moon is the entire podcast for a year. Yeah. Oh, it would be more than a year. But yeah, yeah. we definitely wouldn't just do continuous Sailor Moon for a year. Um, Um, The other one for me is Inuyasha, but, like, I would want to do Sailor Moon and Ranma one one half before we did Inuyasha, but... Also, Inuyasha um, is a weird media object because, um, like, the anime is more iconic, but the anime also has a ton of filler 
and doesn't have an ending until they give it like a Netflix series ending, like two decades later. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing, unless you just read the manga, which is like, you know, great. I love the manga. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Inuyasha would be a fun one just because I, I watched a lot of it and remember nothing. Um, <laughs> so that that would be fun, but probably not feasible. Yeah. N- Nora and I are watching Fist of the North Star now. That's our new forever anime, but like, that's like she came home from work. We watched three episodes. We have not made any more plans since then. We will just, you know... <laughs> Fist of the North Star will always be on the menu whenever we hang out now. Yeah, I think I watched a few episodes, the first few, and I just couldn't keep going. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I, I really wanted it. Complimentary. I did the same thing with the first, like the original anime adaptation of um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm. Like the first season of the original I don't. I actually don't know if there's like multiple or if it's just taken that this long for them to adapt them. I don't know either. There's like a '90s one, and I tried to watch that, and I just like, I just couldn't. Um, sorry, JoJo anime fans. I watched the entire Stardust Crusaders as clips on YouTube and like, like, asynchronously or like not not in chronological order. Uh, so. I have watched one of them. No, I think it I think it legitimately there is an 87 to 88 Phantom Blood anime. Oh, this is manga. This is manga. I'm being stupid. Never mind. <laughs> I was about there to say There is a 90s OVA series um that is 6 episodes and then there is like the current anime which has been running for an amount of time that Wikipedia is not making easily available to me. <laughs> That's great. Um, I love when that happens. When yeah. you're like on on a pod and you're trying to look something up. Um, We're the, so far my answer, afield. <laughs> <laughs> my, my answer to this question um, is, is The Wire. Mm. Which is not an anime at all. Um, but I think would be amazing to cover on ghost divers i feel like Um, in the fullness of time like if if this podcast is going on for like decades there's gonna be a period where we're like i just don't want to watch an anime let's just like let's watch something else like just like for a season just to to get i think the way it's first going to to um appear is like let's just watch some like japanese movies let's do like a japanese movie like let's do all of the battles without movies or something you know um i think that's how it's first gonna appear where we want like a little bit of a break but uh i think if this keeps going there will there will eventually be times where uh we will we will be like let's just shift up what we're doing for a little bit um yeah no no question especially since i am planning to do this podcast until i die so, um, hopefully, that's at least one decade away. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely hope for more than that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my answer to this. The wire. Yeah. Um. I think that would be a really good one, but um. Maybe maybe that would be fun. It. I've never seen the wire. 
Oh yeah, then it would definitely be fun. Yeah. Um, do we want to do the last question here? Yeah. For, so, uh, which other dearly beloved piece of media by your friends do you wish to say that's actually mid? I think I've kind of done this with Berserk already. I like run the it, manga. Run the question a, by me one more time. Sorry. So what other dearly beloved piece of media by your friends do you wish to say is actually mid? So you're saying Berserk because you're a crazy person. <laughs> I I mean, I'm still getting to the part that like people say there's stuff that I like in it. I just think that there's every time that there's a fight, I'm so bored. I but this grew, is just like shown in in general for me, I think. I grew up in like a forum culture and a lot of people did um, that is very people always talked very contrarian when I was like first starting out online and just like ah, I've taken up a very extreme opinion just to kind of be an asshole and that's like a thing that I learned to do uh, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I am often given to saying ah, oh, that shit's mid just to like bother friends which is not a great habit of mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> this question is perfectly suited for you Ed uh, I, I'm contemplating um, like what's the thing that I actually feel this way about and I'm not just being an ass <laughs> berserk is me being a bit of an ass I don't think it's mid <laughs> but I wish to say it's mid <laughs> um Autumn, if you want to think, I can. I have my answer. Yeah, please, please. Um, I think this is top of mind because y'all just discussed this on ornate stairwells. Um, The entire Fast and Furious franchise is (laughs) unbelievably mid. It's so fucking annoying. Um, Like, I, I have no problem with the franchise itself. It like is what it is, but I'm not. This is not YouTube that I'm talking about right now. Um, but Neve, like I am talking about people that we have known yes. mutually. Yeah, like I know the exact person. I still work with them. <laughs> this is the like the thing about Fast and Furious is it's the thing where like liking Fast and Furious is like the ultimate like ironic like ploy posturing like like taste move where people are like oh like I'm not pretentious like look I like this action movie but like oh but I like it because it's actually like this you know artistic and like really deep and like blah blah and it's like okay we're just coming like full circle like the reason that you're like like identifying with this movie and advertising that you like it is you're trying to like diffuse you're trying to like pose as like this not pretentious person and like this fun like oh yeah my my taste is fun like I'm not serious like overly serious but then like they just can't help themselves but like bring it full circle back to mm-hmm. like all the justifications for like how this movie is like discussed amongst these people are like incredibly pretentious and like in my opinion like um, so it's just like 
this media franchise is mid, and I wish we could just all, like, accept that it's mid instead of, like, using it as, like, some sort of, uh, like, banner or, like, personality trait. So, Autumn, um, I just told... I just... I was the asshole, so now you don't have to. No. Be. No. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, nobody at home heard that, because as you started saying that the Fast Saga is mid, I just started playing Fast and the Furious music over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. I don't have any problem with Fast and the Furious. I think, I think I'm not going to actually have it go fully over you, but I might play it faintly in the background as a joke. <laughs> That's that's fine. I, I again, I have no problem with the with the franchise. Yeah. Like, if someone, if my girlfriend was like, "Let's watch fat, let's watch Fast Five, I would be like, "Why?" But okay, um, it was a fun heist movie. Yeah, and that's all it Tokyo is. Tokyo Drift is great. It's cool <clears throat> watching people drift, and it's very funny. And Tokyo Han is Drift hot. is Tokyo Drift is the best of them all. Yes, um, that's true at, for sure. Um, yeah. But the other ones are just like, c- come on, like, give me a break. Yeah, I my answer to this, and it's like a boring answer because I say this on every podcast, but like it is the filmography of Studio Ghibli. Um, yeah, for people who maybe you're not aware because this podcast ended over a year ago and um <clears throat> obviously you know i don't always have like not all the fans overlap one to one but um i used to do a podcast where uh my co-host em and i watched all the studio ghibli movies <clears throat> and that became like a real fucking slog because after like the 90s like every other movie we watched, we were like, "This sucks. This is awful." <laughs> <laughs> and like, sure, like you know, Studio Ghibli from say 1982 or whatever when it starts to like um, 96, like that first 10 years, 15 years, something like that, are are fucking stellar. Um, <clears throat> but once you hit Mononoke, and Mononoke is a dog shit movie. Um, like, after that point, the rest of Studio Ghibli gets, like, really up and down, and, um, they never hit the heights they were at again, and, except for, obviously, you know, Spirited Away, um, it's fucking Spirited Away, what do you want from me? (laughs) Um, but yeah, once the downward turn starts, even the ups are never quite as up as their, their best work. Yeah. Uh, definitely your, the, the two biggest ones that I feel like are at odds with like most anime people, uh, and even non-anime people who just like Studio Ghibli movies, um, is that Princess Mononoke and Howl's Moving Castle are not just mid, but are shit. Yeah, I fucking hate those movies. <laughs> I'll fight any of you in a street if you do <laughs> tell me Mononoke or Howl's is good. <laughs> Um, Let's go Howl, to the fucking Staples parking lot. <laughs> uh, Howl is hot. There are better twinks out there. Also, that's basically the only good part of the movie. Yep. Um, anyway, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But like so, the, the, the highs are high. So like it. 
Ghibli Ghibli averages out to mid, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fair uh that's a fair calculation. Um so my yeah, bigger think- one and the, this feels more true in my heart, honestly, than Berserk, is most video games. Like most <laughs> video games. Oh, Aside yeah. from a few, most video games are mid. Uh they yeah. just are. I just finished uh I just finished playing GTA five with a friend. Um which I was like kind of convinced to play. I it wasn't real I was never that interested in playing it, but I was convinced. Um extremely, extremely mid. Um <laughs> I don't know if it was just like at the time it was more fun. Um like my friend kept trying to sell me on various aspects of the game. And I'm just like, no, this is not, this isn't that good. I'm sorry. Um, it's not that, it's not that interesting or, or fun. Um, you wanted me to play this for how many hours? Do you know how many great movies I can watch in that time? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, if, I'm not like, coming to help you here. <laughs> I, you I mean, caught me in my gamer era. I'm, <clears throat> I'm on board with this. Uh, I've played enough games. To like, to, to agree, um, I think a I lot think of one games of the things- when I play through, I by the end I'm a little bit underwhelmed. Um, yeah, to be honest, which is why I just play the same games over and over again for mo- most of the time. I think one of the things too that I realized is that like so I. I used to play games a lot just to like occupy my hands and my mind to some extent. And I've come to this realization that I actually get a far better experience, like, if I'm trying to do that, if I just watch a movie or a TV show that I, like, legitimately enjoy and I'm going to get stuff out of, and then, like, knit or build gunpla. <laughs> um, so that's just what I do. Now. Like, I came to the realization that gunpla has filled the, the hole in my life that, like, video games once took mm. up. Uh, which is that sometimes I just want to like sit and like do busy work with my hands. Um, and I actually just find building gunpla to be like more fun and engaging, uh, in part because while I'm doing it, I can like watch a show or a movie that I am going to get more out of than like most games will give me. So, um, yeah, video games are mid. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was most now, now all video games are mid. Most video games. There are, there are some that aren't <laughs> mid, but most video games are mid. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. But also, I think... Um, Nia I think is Nora, a 20th century girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nora posted in the um, in the Discord that most things are mid. Um, I think that... The video yeah, that's games, how she feels. I don't know that I agree with her. Well, yeah. What, I think there's debate to be had, um, but I think... The statement of saying most video games are mid, probably not that controversial, actually. Um, when you think about like standard distribution, you know, standard distribution. See, this is what Nora was saying is that when you um, when you take in the sample set of all video games or all things, uh, they're going to average out to mid because you know that's that's how things that's work. What it has to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what the definition of mid is. Yeah, yeah. But when I say I that, that most I agree, video games but... are mid, I I think like 
I think most movies are mid, but also there are so many like bad movies that you just don't watch because you know that you're not going to like them. Mm. And so generally my experience with movies is positive, but video games, there are so many like what, like most video games experiences that I've had have at the end felt kind of mid, like most of them overstay their welcome and have too much shit going on. Um, or whatever the, the, the thing is. Uh, and then there's also just so many extremely bad video games. Um, but there are some video games are fucking amazing. Yeah. It's rare. Final Fantasy (laughs) eight. Like final fantasy fucking (laughs) eight. That that's like on par with like final fantasy eight is like a great like piece of art. It's not, that's not just like a video game. Like Final Fantasy VIII is art. Um, So you do have some games that are like absolutely amazing. Um, Oh, Connor. And not to take away from this. uh, I just thought of something. Did you listen to last uh, episode? The, the, one that came out last the our second discussion episode for lane because after you hung up autumn and i talked for like 40 minutes about shit <laughs> oh i no, i didn't <laughs> was that in the was that in the the, the post yeah um no. i thought of what? it because i i do like my full like uh unified like this is why i think chrono cross is great oh my god um, i've i've but you know what i've gotten that yeah, <laughs> I've gotten the full unified all at once, and I've gotten all the bits and pieces. Yeah, and various. Uh, I've gotten the full unified at least three times, actually, <laughs> and I've gotten all of the components, mm-hmm. like from A to Z, like multiple times as well. Um, yeah. Not that I wouldn't love to hear it again. If you want to just. Uh, go, we also talk a now. bunch about manga in that part too. I don't remember what manga we talk about. I just remember we talked about comics a bunch. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I might have to go back and, and check that out. Yeah, um, but you know, I like. I do have a hard time listening to our episodes just because. Um, it's like the thing that Kate Bush said once about how she didn't listen to her own albums. Um, you just like, it, it's just an, like emotionally, I hate hearing myself. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, you know, going to nitpick it. Um, yeah. So I, I typically don't. Um, that's your cross to bear as the person who edits. Mm-hmm. I don't really I might listen make to an much exception. anymore while I edit. I might make an exception this time, though. I do listen to uh, do episode note stuff for Ghost Divers. I don't for other podcasts that we mm. do, but for for Ghost Divers, I do because we just cover a lot of ground. <laughs> anyway, uh, should we move on to Ina's email? Yes. Uh, so... Yeah, as usual, we have, like, the series of uh, questions that are related to the cast of uh, Serial Experiments Lane. Um, When we did Bacchano, 
we really had to do because there's this, so many fucking it was people tough. in Bacchano. We really had to do like, let's do this character and answer all the questions for them. Let's do this character, answer all the questions for them. I don't think we need to like round robin the same way we did before where like everybody just took a character and did it and we didn't have a ton of discussion about it. Um, we could try and do that again, maybe, uh, even though we have fewer characters. I, oh, I still okay. like being like in the mindset of the character and kind of running through the questions. Um, although I don't know. It's, that works. I, yeah. Um, so obviously we'll start with Lane. Uh, Lane kisses the homies goodnight. Tucking though? I don't think so. Yeah. At the end. Like the the Lane at the very end of the series tucks. It may not actually kiss. Ah, maybe. It might flip. It might flip. Yeah. Um, uh, um, how does Lane take her coffee? Black. At first, yeah. At first, I think she she gets like Starbucks creamy latte, Frappuccino. whatever. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and then by the end, like she starts getting really into computer stuff, and then she starts drinking black coffee too. Yeah. Uh, then uh, so this is. Tell me how the cast of Serial Experiments Lane feels about Super Bowl commercials. How does Lane feel about Super Bowl commercials? Um, I don't think she really cares. She only likes the one that they did that one time where everyone just yells, what's up? Like over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then which members of the cast of Lane think Baldur's Gate slash Kodor style pause and play combat is sick and nasty and which members of the cast of Lane thinks it sucks. Um, I think Lane likes this style of combat. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Alice. I think Kiss Alice and kisses Antux. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, coffee. I think she likes cream and sugar but it is like regular coffee. She's not going I, the full frappuccino. I thought she was getting maybe like cappuccinos from the cappuccino machine. Maybe. Yeah. Which is like when I was the age that she is, I got cappuccinos from the cappuccino machine. And now that I am the age that she is probably at the end of the anime when she's like married and shit, um, I drink black coffee. I think even when she's like married and shit, she probably still likes cream though. Yeah, sure. Cream and one yeah. packet of sugar. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I think cream the sugar, sugar is not necessary, but like the cream she always puts in. Mm-hmm. Um, how does she feel about Super Bowl commercials? She likes them. Uh, yeah, they're funny. Think, yeah. Then uh, the, in terms of combat, I just don't think she games. I don't think she I, games. I agree. But if she does, yeah. she she doesn't like the pause and play. She's not playing like KOTOR. She's playing something that's yeah. like probably a little more um, seamless. Um, we, we can like decide if there's other characters we want to include. The, the other ones that I have here are Mika, uh, Lane's sister, Yasuo, Lane's dad, I feel like we don't really get much of Lane's mom, so I don't know if I'd be able to answer these. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's any characters in Lane, really, yeah. that 
maybe the like secret agent guys, but I would answer for them as a unit. I don't know enough about them individually to. Yeah, and I, honestly, I'd probably answer for the one stubbly guy who says that he loves Lane. I think the ones we have here are good. Yeah, um, I think Chisa so even I, is a stretch. But I'm yeah, I have the sister, the dad, uh, Eddie, and then Chisa. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Chisa is a stretch. But I, I will throw in the the one. Um, like men, man in black who uh, I feel like we get focused on a little bit more. Um, so uh, Mika uh, kisses the homies goodnight. I don't think tucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. also that she just like loses herself. Yeah. Um, um, how does she take her coffee? Um. Mika just Mika drinks Keurig coffee. Sure, yeah. <laughs> they have a Keurig machine at their house. She yeah. uses that. Uh, how does she feel about Super Bowl commercials? Indifferent. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think like, she's trying if, to watch the game. And yeah. The commercials are annoying in that respect, but she she'll watch the commercials and like pay attention to them. They're a part of the Super Bowl experience, but she's more in it for the game. Um, and I don't think she likes the style of combat. Yeah, she definitely thinks it no. sucks. All caps. Yeah. She's like, why don't you just play Devil May Cry? <laughs> or like God of War or something. Yeah. Uh, Yasuo, Lane's dad. Um... I think he tucks by the like the beginning. Everyone's so fucking distant from Lane, but mm. at the end he tucks. Yeah, yes. sure, agreed. Yeah. Um. He also how does he black take coffee. his coffee? Yeah, black coffee. Black coffee. He's trying to get a job done. Um. I think I he, think watches, he watches. Uh, I think he watches them the next day when they're on YouTube. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. But think he he's has them in the like one of the one of the many screens he's playing the Super Bowl commercials because he wants to know what the Super Bowl commercials are so that like when it comes up at the office he can talk about it. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um. And I think he thinks that the Baldur's Gate coder style combat sick and nasty. Yeah. He pl- he like plays Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. He's like talks if if you like prompt him he'll talk about. How Baldur's Gate is the ba- is the greatest game franchise of all time. Um, he's really big into four E games too. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, then Masami Eri, the the scientist slash Kamisama at the end, um, does not kiss yeah. or tuck. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, how does he take his coffee? I think what's cream most... and like four sugar. Oh, I was gonna ask Autumn what what's the most deranged coffee <laughs> order. Um. So, I there's a woman who came into work every day for like the last week. She said she used to go to a drive through, and this is how they told her to order. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she orders. <laughs> A um, double shot of espresso over ice. She wants you to fill the cup halfway up with soy milk and then the rest of the way up 
with ice. Uh huh. And so, if you know anything about making drinks at um, coffee chain, you're you're saying to yourself, "That is an iced soy latte." To which I am saying, "Yes, but she pays four dollars for her double shot of espresso, whereas um, if she ordered it as a grande iced soy latte, she'd be paying seven dollars." <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell if she thinks she's getting one over on me or um, if she just legitimately thinks this is the only way to get the thing that she wants. I don't really care. Whatever. It's not my money. Um, but I definitely think that um, security guy, I could imagine him reinventing the wheel with his Starbucks order. Like, you know, can I get an iced coffee but instead of iced coffee, I want you to give me shots of espresso and dilute it with water. And the barista says something like, that's an Americano, dude. <laughs> and he's like, no. No, the thing I want is different. Yeah, this is my idea. <laughs> um, I could also see uh, Masami Eri being one of the guys who shows up and is like, just keep pulling shots until the grande, grande cup is full and you're like are you drinking that or are you gonna go home and split that because if you're drinking that like i feel like i need to like give you a health warning <laughs> i do have i have a customer at this store now who today he came in and got nine shots of espresso and i was like oh steve you cutting back he's like no, I'm off work today, so just nine shots. Tomorrow I'm, Ugh. you know, back on the shift, so it'll be 13 again. And I'm like... <laughs> just take caffeine pills at that point. <sighs> That's yeah. what I said. I've literally told him. I was like, why don't you just, like, take caffeine pills? You're paying... <laughs> I told him, like, you're paying $13 for for this. <laughs> and he's like, this, he likes it, so it's what he gets. He doesn't get any milk. He doesn't get anything. Just... 13 shots ice. Nice. Um, <laughs> Masami Eri uh, cares a lot about Super Bowl commercials, I think. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's like, I could um, do all of these commercials better. He's like critiquing them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's watching the Super Bowl commercials, and then he's like kind of interested to see the next day like oh well you know they had an, a minute of airtime on the Super Bowl I want to hear see how they trim this down to 30 seconds <laughs> yeah uh, it is very invested whenever they try to do some sort of like uh, you know AR like marketing thing or like one of those that's like oh this is tied into this guerrilla marketing campaign he loves that shit he lost his shit for Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> or he thought the government was using it to spy on him. Or both. Uh, he thought that he could use it to spy, spy on people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then which member of... Uh, or Masami Eri, does he think that Baldur's Gate coder-style pause-and-play combat is sick and nasty or sucks? I think, I think he thinks it's sick and nasty. And he was one of the people who got really mad when Larian uh, made Baldur's Gate 3 and was like, oh, no, we're going to do it. We're going to make it turn-based. Yeah. Um, he was, like, posting online and, and really angry about that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Chisa. I honestly don't know how much we have to, to do with Chisa. Uh, yeah, this, I got but, nothing. Yeah. We can... Do you have strong feelings on no. any of this, Connor? No. Okay, we're, we'll take that off. Uh, we can do the man in black who tells Lane that he loves her. Um, in spite I, of that, I don't know if he kisses or tucks. I think he might kiss the homies goodnight. Maybe. I don't know. Does he, though? Does he kiss the homies? Because he's, like, he's got a homie. Yeah. But it's not... He's not kissing or tucking. That's true. Maybe not. I don't think. I think um, he's far away from that. Like, it, it, it. Like, if he loves Lane, like as he says he does, then thinking about like how he acts throughout the show, mm. um, I, I feel like that's a pretty definitive. Like, he's not ready to kiss or tuck. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of coffee, he he gets an americano, and then says, "This is how they drink it in Italy," <laughs> which is not correct, but he believes it. <laughs> um. Then Super Bowl commercials. Um, I think he has like a weird conspiracy theory about what's happening with Super Bowl commercials. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's like Illuminati. Yeah. Programming or whatever. But like weirder. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like dissecting it for like here, like the way that they've constructed this commercial is like telling you something about like what this other company is planning to do with its stocks. Uh, this like relates to this thing that's happening on the internet right now. Um, yeah, d- like just the most like red lines on a board doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I think sometimes he gets kind of confused by Baldur's Gate coder pause and play combat. Um, but like he's fine with it. I just I think he doesn't like quite grok it all the time. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, that's it for questions. I really thought we were going to get more questions for this. <laughs> I think we just alienated too many people. Yeah. It's um, fine. <laughs> um, and apparently, <laughs> according to our episode outline, we're doing synopses now. Um, so let me pull up the serial <laughs> no, experiments. No, 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 no. I think what we're doing is going the fuck to bed. I'm, I'm still kind of sick. I'm not like sick, sick, but I'm a little bit. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, I am in agreement wholeheartedly. Yeah. I had such a long day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next episode, we are going to do the intro to Paranoid Agent. Um, it's going to be slightly weird because uh, so Craig... Uh, both Josh McKenzie um, and Craig Neeson from some fans uh, were going to join us. 
uh, Craig was able to record the, the intro episode with us. And then like at the very beginning of the, the actual discussion episode that we were recording that day, um, had tech troubles, uh, and basically stuff persisted where, uh, the actual full discussion of the series is just Josh joining us, but for the intro, you'll still get to hear Craig doing goofs. So um there's there's too much like funny stuff that craig was around for during that intro episode that i don't want to like try to expunge his appearance from the recordings uh i just don't even think we could um from that intro episode but uh yeah he'll he'll be there in the intro and then not the rest but that's yeah. just the sorry way craig. It shook out. we couldn't make you an yeah. person like you requested yeah um so yeah, that'll be next time. Look, look forward to that. Uh, I like Paranoia Agent a lot. I think uh, doing it right after Lane was actually a, a pretty good. Like there was stuff in both of those series uh, that I felt like were like kind of paralleling or or dealing with similar concepts. So uh, maybe when we get to that question bucket for Paranoia Agent, we can we can take more Lane questions as it relates to paranoid agent that's also a series that i like deeply love and think is great but also in the second discussion episode i do talk about how he's using like fascistic talking points so (laughs) shrug something to look Um, forward to there yeah um Anyway, if you have emails for that future question bucket, you can send them into ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to exportaud.io to support the network. Thank you, Export Audio Network. Thank you, Autumn, for hosting us. Um, Hi, that's me. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do a spiel about the network? Yeah, um, you can go to exportaud.io, and that'll take you to our Patreon page where we've got, you know, information about us, and we have links there to all the free feeds, um, and so, you know, it's the easiest way to find this podcast that you're listening to, and it's the easiest way to send that to your friends, and obviously, um, there at the Patreon, you or your friends or your enemies or whoever can subscribe. Uh, at a dollar a month, you get a couple of our shows early. At $5 a month, you get access to Pop Town Funk, which is a podcast my wife and I do where we kind of goof off and watch uh, all sorts of things, like My Little Pony. Um, and... <laughs> That made it sound like a way different podcast than it is, but whatever. Oh, yeah. No, anyway. I, we weren't going to help you out there. We're just anyway. going to let it be silent after the My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we do a lot of good work. Um, and, you know, I think uh, <clears throat> one of our podcasts just ended, and so things on the Patreon might get shook up a little bit. I want to make sure that, you know, we're giving the patrons um a little something since uh bag end is ending and so um look forward to everybody's brainstorming new projects right now uh and i'm not going to announce yeah. anything but it's just like ah we're all you know thinking about new stuff to do stuff we want to you know coming down the pipeline yeah i'm certainly not involved in any brainstorming no um but if you Nora if you go pretending to jab my eye with a butter knife for some reason <laughs> because I snitched on her about thinking about a new podcast. I'm not listening to you. I'm making a PB&J sandwich. I love that for you, babe. Um 
if you do give one dollar, if you're listening to this podcast and you give one dollar, you do not get Ghost Divers early. It just does not work out logistically for things like this question bucket. Um, that really the question bucket's the the big thing that just makes it not make sense to me to do early. Yeah, but you'll get two of my other podcasts early. One of them is Ornate Stairwells. It's a movie podcast that I do with you, Autumn. Um, we usually go like one and a half to three hours. So kind of similar to Ghost Divers sometimes. But most of it is like the first half we just talk about a bunch of uh, whatever we've watched that week, basically. Um, we'll just kind of talk about every th- all the movies that we've watched. Um, and then the second half, uh, we will talk about whatever the main movie is. Uh, and right now... We are still in the beginning of our all David Lynch all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did uh, Eraserhead and The Elephant Man. And there was also uh, a, a week where we just kind of had a bonus episode and didn't do a main one. Um, although I did talk about a bunch of early David Lynch shorts on that one. Um, but then next up, when people are hearing this, will be uh, Dune. And then uh, we'll do Blue Velvet. Uh, and then it will be into Twin Peaks. So I'm kind of looking forward to Twin Peaks because we can probably go back to recording the same night that we watch for a yeah. lot of that, uh, which will be nice. So because um, then we'll just like have an extra n- night where we could just watch a movie that we want to watch that's not planned in advance. Um, then uh, the other one that you can get is Pondering Putan, which I do with Connor. It is a. a podcast where we read through Cromartie High School, the manga, at the rate that it was published in Weekly Shonen Magazine, um, and sometimes talk about it. Always kind of the episode is in the spirit of Cromartie High School. Yeah. Even when we don't <laughs> talk about the manga. Sometimes we just talk about cabinets for a while. Um, yeah. Like we did earlier. And like how you lay out a kitchen. Yeah. And yeah. kitchens that we've we've had in the past yeah um, um but yeah definitely still in the spirit of Cromartie high school yeah uh you can follow this podcast at ghost divers pod you can follow me at fox Mnia. Uh, you can also follow me at media of underscore pile that's m-e-d-i-a-m-h underscore p-i-l-e i've been kind of bad about posting there recently um where can people follow you connor uh, y'all can follow me at Rabelais, R-A-B-B-L-E-A-I-S, on Twitter and co-host. And Autumn. You can find me on Twitter at Autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at Autumnal. And that's it. We're done. This was a short episode. Yeah.
Do we want to talk about coffee more? No, my back hurts from leaning over the mic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it is still not midnight, which is kind of a miracle given the recording situation tonight. So, yeah. Um, I know it's after midnight for you, Connor. So, I think, I'm looking forward I think to I'm going to take advantage of the fact that this is a short episode and, uh, and get some sleep. I'm also like three beers in. So, uh, should we should we clap one more time? Yeah, let's do yeah. one more clap just to be safe. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna refresh time dot is just in case. Oh yeah, that's good. Let's do three.
Okay. That was another heater. Oh yeah. yeah. I I like uh, them. They keep me on my toes. Good. Oh, uh, you all saw the. I posted it in like the the export uh, or the uh, yeah export channel of um, abnormal mapping the the ghost divers. That's the lane plushy. Um, I was considering doing that for the the cover art, but I don't know how people feel. But for that this was episode, cute. I we should do that. Funny. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna hit stop. Present day. <laughs> Okay, me too. I'm I'm recording now. Okay. Um, um Autumn's still eating pizza, so oh. we're gonna Hello. go ahead and I'm 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 back. I right when you, you two were like, oh, we're ready to record, I had to take my headphones off for like a half a moment. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you emerged from within the pizza? Uh the pizza's very good. Uh I will probably munch a couple more times while we pod, but uh I'm gonna set it over here. It's good pizza. It's not the best pizza. I'm I'm enjoying it. What, what kind of recording? pizza is it? Um, do you want? To, let's time dot is before I talk about the pizza. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thirty. Thirty nine. Okay, that feels good. Okay. Um. So normally Nora and I get Papa John's because pizza is our go-to dish for like we um, are tired and we don't want to think about it. We know what we're getting from Papa John's. Let's just order that. Be done. Mm-hmm. Um, this time disappointment. <laughs> this time we tried. Um, a, I don't know how local it is. I think it's like a Chicago chain. Um, Rosati's. Um, oh, for a second I thought you were gonna you were gonna say Giordano's. No, no, I have you know? tried Giordano's. I I like Giordano's. Um, Giordano's. We were looking for something yeah, slightly cheaper. Like, <laughs> you're not pronouncing Giordano's. it correctly. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I I wouldn't want to be in error there. Um, yeah. No. Every time, every when um. When I was there over the weekend, um, when we, Sarah and I were driving around, like, I just, I don't know why I started doing it, but like, every time we drive past a Giordano's, I'd just be like, hey, it's Giordano's. <laughs> <laughs> she could just be like, shut up. <laughs> but like, yeah, so now I just, it's just stuck in my brain. I have to say Giordano's like that. Um, every time except for that last time. It Rosati's is interesting because the pizza tastes like restaurant pizza, but the garlic bread tastes like homemade garlic bread. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, like restaurant like pizza, the, as in like not like it feels fast like food love pizza, and like, care went into the garlic bread, whereas the pizza is just like I got to make a dozen of these. Get this shit out of here. <laughs> when you say restaurant pizza, do you mean like fast food pizza, or do you mean like mid tier, like sit down? Restaurant pizza or like mid tier, like, you know, local like takeout pizza. It's a it's a step above Papa John's, but it's not like a big enough step. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's not like Domino's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that we get Papa John's so much, even though I think like Domino's is objectively better and is the same price. 
Have y'all had Little Caesars? Yeah. Uh, it has been a long time since I've had Little Caesars. That's what we always used That's to get when true. I was... I, never mind. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, I mean, you just lied for no reason. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot that I recently had... <clears throat> Forgive me for talking with my mouthful. I recently had Little Caesars at a work function. Mm. Oh, yeah. One of, yeah, one of those uh, resolving simmering tensions pizza parties at work. It was a oh it was God. a uh, union busting uh, yeah. event. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. At our at Connor and I's old job, we passed around that onion article about like. Uh, employee revolt almost quelled by like, pizza party. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a bunch of like, yeah, I was thinking about like demanding this and this, but then they brought in a bunch of pizzas. Yeah. Except in our case, it was, it was Italy. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was Christmas Italy, yeah. which was like, oh, it's so not good. Uh, I was talking to, um, like 70% of the brunch conversation when I had brunch with Jess was about the um, the catering at yeah. the law firm we used to work at. Um, but I how, think on like a previous got. Yeah, I think on a previous podcast we got into how like that experience has radically changed your your relationship to like food safety. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> how so um, because like so um, every Thursday we would get catered lunch and typically it would be like, sometimes we got our own, um, like our own bowl or whatever, like individual yeah. dishes. Um, like make your Chipotle order. Yeah. But I think um, for obvious logistical reasons, which I don't blame them for, um, that became really more difficult. Uh, so most of the time they would just get, uh, like c- catered style, like giant tins of food, like multiple tins. Uh oh. Um. Uh huh. Yep. You see where we're going here. Um. And then our HR person would just receive them and then lay them out in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we just like and- queue up like cattle. <laughs> A thing um, you need to know about this little uh, office kitchenette autumn uh that i think i i last time this came up i mentioned this as well but i i just need you to properly visualize it the tables in there were like the glass tables that you expect on like someone's like back patio that has like that weird layer of like outside grime on it it was like those glass tables it was outside furniture for sure yes um so uh she would like lay them out Oh, go ahead. I, sorry. I accidentally hit pause <laughs> on my recording. <laughs> I oh, had a little Jesus. grease on my... <laughs> there was a little grease on my keyboard, and I hit the space bar. I apologize. <laughs> I'm uh, assuming goodbye, you Autumn. started again. Do we have to do a time.is clap again? Yes, we just have to do a time.is clap, and there will be like three seconds missing from my recording i apologize that's fine i think that's fine hopefully were it was you talking during you those talking. three seconds no. otherwise it doesn't matter okay. okay um one more clap for the road um let's do it at six 
Whew. That was a that was a tight turnaround. It was a heater. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So um, they they lay out the tins in the break room. Uh, and yeah, and we <laughs> we queue up like cattle. Yeah, just like go in because it's like a narrow hallway, and so yeah, you're going in and a small kitchenette to f- too. Yeah, to to feed. Um, and then you, you, you know you can imagine what transpires next. You, you load up your plate, you go and you um you eat, and then it's 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 really not. It's never above like a B, a B quality. Um, yeah, but is it like remotely catering? What are we? What were some of so, the things that we got? I was trying. To, I was struggling to remember. Um, I on, remember we got stuff from from some Indian place that was like definitely very like Anglo Indian food, but it was still yeah. decent. Mm-hmm. I, I was still excited when it was like Indian food day. Um, there was like noodles we, and company. Yeah, noodles and company where it would just be like macaroni oh. and, you know, whatever. Just like big metal trays of noodles. Yeah. Um, noodles and company, the one time I ever ate it, I barfed. And so it's just like the most disgusting thing in the world to me. Yeah. Um, There's something oh, that's just not right unless it's a Vegas buffet or something. There's yeah. something that's just not right about a restaurant that's cooking like chicken parmesan. And Sichuan noodles at the same time. Yeah, I just I don't um, trust that, um, and therefore I don't trust noodles and company, especially after eating it for catered for catered food. We we would also sometimes get stuff from um, was it was it Puerto Rican or, or Cuban? I'm trying to remember. I remember that oh, they had really yeah, good yeah, plantains. Yeah, yeah there, that place wasn't bad actually. That might have been a, a B. I think it was B+. Cuban. I think it, yeah, I think it was Cuban. That was like the best. Yeah. Um, was there a Mediterranean one? Maybe. Some I I feel like there was, but I might just be mixing that up with the some like shawarma-y thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um but anyway, so you know, you have the visual. Uh and and what would happen is uh she would just leave it out. Um and so a lot of people people's like People came in at different times. They planned their workout different ways. Mm. Sometimes they're taking lunch at all different hours. Um, like, for instance, I was a total gremlin and I worked like 12 to 8 every day. Um, yeah. So I was taking lunch at, at weird times. So she left it uh, out for that purpose. And also, she I don't think she wanted to clean it up. Um, yeah. Where, whereas I worked a bunch uh, once I got to the, the training manager role. And so I was like up in the... like. I was there like in the morning cause I had to take care of shit. And then I usually left before you, but like not, I was there late sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. There was a period of time where we were both, I-, I think definitely you more than me, but there was a period of time where I was working. I was working really late too. Cause that's when I took yeah. on like editing and whatever. Um, so she would leave it out, but also, you know, she didn't want to clean it up either. Um, but then a lot of, <laughs> of us, not. like we weren't making very much money at this job. Um, and we were all out of school and like broke. Um, so people all had the like great idea of, oh, well, there's all this free food. So I'll just like take it home uh, and then eat it again uh, for dinner or, or whatever. Um, but the problem is it would have at, like at that point the typical end of the day, like 5 PM or 6 PM or whatever 
Um, the food's now been sitting out for like four hours or five hours at room temp. Um, and then people would go in and I think I did it too on a couple of occasions. Um, people would like go in and get it and like put it in a Tupperware and then like take it home after it had been sitting out for like four hours. Um, and I can't remember why or how, but at some point, at some point I just like went in there after it had been sitting out for four hours and it was, it was like fettuccine years. It was something that you don't want to look at after yeah. that four hours of room temp. Um, just and open, I just, like not covered really. Just open and like exposed to just like office air. Yeah. Um, and like, I just got so something just like snapped in my head and I was like, Oh my God, this is fucking vile. Uh, and then at like ever after, um, I've just been like super like, I, I don't think it's quite the level of phobic, although maybe my girlfriend would disagree. Um, but I'm like super anal about, um, like food safety and like, um, things being out at room temp too long. Um, to the point where people will bring food in at my current job and I'll just be like, I've like pissed people off cause they'll bring food in and then they'd be like, Oh, like lunch is free today. Like it's pe- it's pizza. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no thanks. It's been sitting out since like 9am. Um, and then they're like, what are you, some kind of freak? And I'm like, no, it's not healthy. I promise. Like, I swear <laughs> you shouldn't eat this. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, um, it's actually not that funny because it just ended with me having a phobia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not, but you just saying that is funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but that was, that's the story. I also am not able to drink black coffee anymore because of. Yeah. Oh, so I drink have, so much fucking black coffee there. I shouldn't have used their brand. Now I'm going to get sued for uh, yeah. defamation or some shit, except they're yeah. not even using that uh, DBA anymore because like their union busting got. Oh yeah. Exposed. You told me about this or maybe Nia. Yeah. Did. Yeah. So I, don't I, even go I like anymore. shared some of the tweets and stuff. Yeah. Um, so like intense union busting makes the, your employer honestly, uh, seem weak with their, their union busting tactics. Yeah. Like Uh, unhinged, like (laughs) just unhinged, uh, like blatantly illegal. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, the the company doesn't exist anymore under this name, so um, yeah, yeah, but don't don't work for him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't remember how we got onto that. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Dude. the black coffee thing. Um, yeah, I'll I'll keep this one short. The coffee there was vile, and it sat on the <laughs> burner. Like people would make it shittily, and then it would sit on the burner for like hours and just become like so accurate. Uh. Um, and I would just pound it. Just pound it all day. Um, And then one day I just like something just snapped and I was like, oh, my God, 
I can't just drink this fucking sludge <laughs> like a- anymore ever again. Um, and now I can't drink black coffee. I'm glad um, I almost hit that point in college, but I have bounced back. Thank God. Yeah, that's good. I I'm glad that like I went into that job having just been a barista, and so like. I knew exactly how to brew like a good thing of coffee. I knew that that craft needed to be like dumped after a half hour because otherwise it's going to taste bad. Like I just like knew like even just decent coffee. This is what you need to do to like maintain decent coffee. And nobody in that office. I once made like actual proper coffee as someone who with like barista experience. And then everyone complained that it was too strong. And I was like, it's coffee that you're drinking to try to stay awake. Like, what the, what are you, what do you yeah. mean? Anyway. Um, yeah. And but so you, you I were, very you rapidly. You weren't yeah, there for me. When, I very rapidly I- became the person that I still am today, which is I go into my office that has perfectly fine serviceable coffee. People complain about it, but it's fine. I've had it before. It's not sitting on burners forever. There's there are people who work in that cafeteria who maintain the coffee machines. And I don't want to badmouth those people cuz like there's an actual cafeteria run by cafeteria staff. But hmm. I've just become the person where I go to work with a little tiny french press and some like coffee that I ground myself at home for the french press and when I go to lunch I pour the hot water on the grounds and I make myself a little tiny like French press and people in the office and like the warehouse too, because it's connected. Know me as the lady with the little pink French press during lunch. <laughs> like people comment on my French press. So, uh, but I've just become this person where I'm like, no, I have to just make my own coffee. Nobody else knows how to do it from that office. So, Yeah. You would make like loose leaf tea at your desk. You'd make like single mm-hmm. cups of loose leaf tea, which is I like, did sometimes towards the end. I got the French press, I think, and I made it sometimes. But usually, I would do loose leaf tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember that. I I'm, the, I might have just like gone into my dissociative state. The big thing is, I I will sometimes have one cup of coffee with lunch. But most of my coffee drinking I do in the morning, and then once I get to the afternoon, I want tea, so that was also part of why I, I mm. did tea. Um, I just, like, like coffee, like, amps you up a little bit too much, so that once I get into the afternoon, I'm like, I need the slightly mellower, like, uh, buzz that you get from tea. Yeah, so. I do the same. My current place has a Keurig, which is like, yeah, okay, whatever, like, coffee people... If, if you want to rip me apart for this, that's fine. But it's fine. It's at least controlled. Uh, yeah. And I don't like the Keurig coffee very much, but I can't argue with the convenience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's convenient and it's controlled. It's not just like some person. No one has to make the coffee who doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's just, you know, a controlled process that is the same every time. And I've grown to appreciate that. Yeah, I even think though I'm, it's not it's not quality. I think like the main thing with me for the Keurig stuff is just how wasteful it is with all the little pods and everything. But there, yeah, it's also like like I fully understand why people why you would do this in like a place where you might have people come and you would greet them or something and be like, "Do you want some coffee?" Um, all of that because yeah, 
there's like a yeah. place for it, but it, it makes more sense in like small office environments to me. Yeah, I've used enough Keurig people pods have them to at home. I'm like, a, what the fuck? <laughs> I've used enough Keurig pods to build an entire city. My my mom has a Keurig that also has a little pot with a burner. Um, and so it's like both first, in one. First gen Keurig. <laughs> um, and when I was in Phoenix with her, I was just making a pot of coffee every morning. Um, and she was like, why? Why wouldn't you just do like the pods? And I'm like, bruh, there's three of us that are going to drink two cups each. I'm not wasting like six things of plastic when I can just make a pot of coffee as easily. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we actually start the podcast? Yeah, I had yeah. a moment just now of like, oh no, we're talking about coffee. We could go another three hours and not talk yeah. about yeah. lane once. Let's oh just, no. Let's just turn let's just turn now. Let's let's take a a detour from the coffee. Into lane? And then we'll come back to coffee at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I think we about do. coffee way more than Lane. Um, that's true. Well, I'm going to start the podcast. Present time. <laughs> Hi. I can hear you. Can you not hear us? Um, well, um, Autumn reached well, for a Ricola and, uh, restart, restarted their computer. So, um, I think, do you, do you want to do, do you want to just wait? Um, yeah, we can wait. I did a little bit. I don't see I any technical reason why we can't wait. Yeah. I might actually go pee real quick. That's a good idea. Should we time that is? Uh, we can do it when when Autumn's back in case we need to do that. Okay, cool. I will be back. Testing. Blah, blah, blah. Testing. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I still can't hear, seemingly. Testing, testing, testing. Well, no one's talking, so. Hopefully it's fine. No, you're talking and I can't hear you. Why is Discord the worst? Testing? Testing? All right. Autumn, are you back? Oh, now I can't hear. Oh, shoot. Okay. Hello? There we go. Hi. Has that affected my audio quality in any way? Um, I don't think so. Oh, I can hear myself. Huh. I had to plug the, uh... Um... God. I had to plug okay. the... Uh, my, uh, my Bluetooth headphones disconnected, so. I had to <laughs> that plug was... my, um, headphones into my microphone, so now I have, like, a little bit of a monitor situation, which is, like, not what I am used to. <laughs> but it'll be yeah. fine. 
Okay. Is, is everyone good? Do we need to do a time dot clap or are we good? I think we're good. I did not stop recording. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, um so yeah, um then kissing and tucking.
だ見ぬ明日に君は打ち続ける孤独のシグマ Shalala. Shalala.